Hey guys. I hit the button as soon as you hey. said he was ready. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> that shit killed me. <laughs> it looked like a dude about shooting the, shooting the 45. I don't know where I, I, don't, I don't know where that came from. It, it was just shit. I know where that come from. That's natural. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just, got, a crooked, I got a crooked finger, so it, don't, it ain't so smooth. You got you got those Bill Coleman fingers. How you used to do it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about this, this, this. Let's talk about Wimby, man. Wimby, Victor Wimbyan, Wim, Wim, Wimbanyama, Victor Wimbanyama, Wimbanyama. Um, yes. Number one draft pick overall. He's been a big prospect all year. Um, one of the things they are saying is that he's been a bigger prospect than LeBron James was, or he is as close to LeBron James as we're going to see as far as uh, a prospect goes. Um, the big thing with LeBron James is he, he was the first person to ever be that big of a prospect and live up to it. Do you think, have you seen him play yet? Have you seen Wimby play yet? Uh, a couple games. Uh, you like, see him practicing? Um, they he was playing against uh one of the G League teams mm-hmm. or the G League stars, and then I seen a couple um overseas games. Okay, I saw him in the prospect game, and I've been just seeing like highlights of him. And I've been seeing them practice and stuff, right? You want me to get my opinion first, or you want? Uh, you go ahead. Yeah. I don't see it, man. What? <laughs> Granted, I, I didn't I, see LeBron either. I didn't see LeBron. No, no, no. You know what? I kind of did see LeBron. I was just hating on LeBron in the beginning. I was a Carmelo person. Um, but I don't see it, man. All right. So here's the thing to me, man. So. To me, he looks like Kevin Durant, but looks more awkward because he's so damn tall. And the thing that I see with him is him being that tall. Even Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is, they used to say he was, what, 7'1"? Uh, he's like 6'10". Like he's like 6'10 with like a 7'1 seven, seven wingspan, I think. If I'm not mistaken. Okay, 6'10". Yeah. So he is a full six inches taller than Kevin Durant. Yeah. Unless someone... Like, right now, he looks awkward to me, right? He... He don't have to jump the dunk. He don't have to jump the shoot. You don't have to really do anything athletic to be on that court and, and be a presence, right? That's the good thing that he has going for him. The bad thing is he's so small. I mean, another good thing is right now he is so small. 
that his feet can get his feet and his ankle could basically keep up with what's going on with him. But he's what nineteen? I think so, yeah. Yeah, nineteen years old. His growing years is coming up. So do you remember when Steph Curry, he came into the league and he kept breaking his ankles or messing up his ankles and they had to basically have him go through some intense ankle training or OT, what they call that stuff, occupational training? Yeah. Um, OT. Physical therapy or, yeah, yeah, something like that. Physical therapy, but occupational, it's occupational therapy since it's basketball. Yeah. But um, he's going to need something like that to give him a chance. Like he needs someone needs to strengthen them ankles, strengthen them feet, because every you see with Kevin Durant, like he was a powerhouse, and then when that the Achilles that Achilles snap, the overcompensation snap something else, and then he ain't he ain't gonna be right ever again. He was always surprising that he came back with, from the Achilles like that, but I don't think Wendy will be able to come back because he's just too damn tall, man. His stuff is already scratched out. Uh, why like, do you, you end up getting like a five three girlfriend though? Because for some reason, tall dudes love short girls. Short girls I yeah. think because they like to see it come out of the the throat on the bottom, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I can't say that I don't see it. I just think that he is a high risk, high reward player with the way that he's built. I think that because um, if you look at through the history of basketball, mm-hmm. like even nowadays, most stars don't play no more than 60 games in the season mm-hmm. because they're resting themselves for the playoffs and, you know, among other things. So I think, yes, he is a generational talent mm-hmm. but when you look at players his size with his ability maybe not not as good as him but with his ability uh players like uh porzingis who was seven three and has had injury histories with his size and mm-hmm. stuff like that when you look at manute bowl's son uh bowl bowl Mm-hmm. He's tall. He got handles. He can shoot, but he's had a bunch of foot issues since he entered into the league. Yeah. And then even last year, um, the Thunder they drafted uh, Chet Holmgren, and while he was playing in the summer league, he met, he had a foot injury that caused him to miss the whole season. And but they're all built the same. They're tall, lanky guys who can shoot, but um, the very their frames are real small, so like I I see the talent. I think he may struggle at first, but watching him play, I mean, dude has everything you need to succeed to be a superstar in the league. I mean, he can shoot, he can play defense, he got handles. He could take big guys off the dribble. He could put little guys in the post. Um, I know they say he's not a strong three-point shooter, but a lot of people aren't strong three-point shooters when they first get in the league. They 
they sit there and take the time and put that work in. So with him being drafted by the Spurs and having Popovich as a mentor and a coach, I ain't gonna sit here and say he's not a, he's not gonna be able to develop that three point shot because. Um, I mean, you, you see, you see the talent it jumps off the screen when you're watching them. So, I think, I think he, I, I, I see it, but, and I see it even more that Popovich is his coach. Like, if he was going to just some bum ass team like the Hornets, mm-hmm. I don't think they would do what they need to do to bring the most out of him. But Popovich, mm-hmm. he knows how to bring out the best in talent. You know what I don't see? I just typed down Wendy Vertical. His vertical doesn't come up. But it's off the charts. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he's already 7'5". So I see him jumping right now. He's right below the rim. His head is right below the rim. And it's also the taller you are, the less of a vertical you have, which is why Michael Jordan was such a a big thing because he had um he was six Michael Jordan six six, right? Yeah. I think he was six six and he had a forty nine inch vertical, like his vertical was over four feet. Like that was a a big, crazy athletic phenomenon. But I'm saying when we jump right now, uh he's about three inches below the rim, so we'll say that's about nine nine. So we'll say two foot three inches on this jump. 27, 27 inches. Which is crazy. Only twenty seven inches. Um I'm not saying that he can't jump in higher than that, but I'm just saying in game, in a game I see him jumping and his head is about three inches below the rim. I mean so, that's kind of a good thing too, because the less he has to jump, the more he can. That's what jump I was with his knees. Yeah. If he could go the Jokic route and play everything on the ground like an old man from now, like that'll save him. That'll get him. That'll get him down the road. But he he just he's big and he's huge. I said both of the same thing. So I don't I don't see him. <laughs> I, I don't see it though. I, I say the best the best pick in this draft would have been Scoop. And I would, if I was the number one draft pick this year, I would have picked Scoop. If I was the number two draft pick this year, and somebody picked Wimby, I would have picked Scoop, which brings me to Charlotte. I'm so disappointed in Charlotte. That was crazy. <laughs> to have the undeniable number two pick in the draft. This is only like a three. It, from what everybody that knows about basketball says, it was only three good players in this draft. One, two, I and three. I can't say that. I, I'm just saying from what everybody that knows about basketball on ESPN was saying. It was only three good players in this draft. Everybody else was, eh. Um, I mean, there was some very good talent that went even in the second round. I'm sorry, man. When I tell you about the Lakers later, uh, but um, but I would have got Scoop, man, for, for two reasons. One, he was undeniable the second best pick in the draft, and two, the whole fan base wanted him. 
the whole fan base is like, Scoop, give me Scoop. And if you know the whole fan base one, then you know you go sell tickets. So why would you not pick the ticket seller? Because uh, the person that owned the team that don't, don't own it no more still owned the draft pick. And so, yeah, that's what happened. Like so, I don't, I don't, I don't get it either. Cause, okay, one thing, one, one thing I'll say is okay. This is gonna be Lamelo's fourth season, entering his fourth season into the league. Okay, so his rookie contract is up in five uh, after five years. He's up for an extension, I think, during the summer, uh, next summer. Now he's already said. His priority is winning. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte hasn't been a winner since he's been there. Uh, the first two years, they made it to the play-in and lost. Last year, he dealt, dealt with a lot of injuries. And I think they only won like 27 games or so. Something like that. So if his priority is winning and you haven't been a winner, that means when he's time, when it's time for his extension, Chances of him re-signing are uh, small. Right. So why not bring Scoot in so if you get hit with that decision, you can either trade him for a bunch of draft picks and prospects or whatever and build around Scoot um, or bring in Scoot and have that one-two combination where he feel like he can see something brewing between a two-guard system and possibly stay. But it, you you kind of just back yourself into a corner because not like nothing against um, the person they picked, Brandon Miller out of Alabama. Nothing against him, but like you said, he's been looked at for the past year as the number two prospect in this draft. So why... Why not you you go for fit instead of best available talent? Like this is what traps a lot of teams. Because think about even when the draft, um, who was there? Was it Mello? Um, whenever Mello got drafted, I think the first pick was was that the LeBron draft? Mello, yes, yeah. LeBron. So the first pick was LeBron, right? The second pick was the Detroit Pistons, and they picked Darko Milicic, which led uh, the Nuggets to get Melo. And now you see how that, over time, was a bad pick for them because they went for fit instead of best available talent. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like they say, when you that high up in the, in, in the draft, go for talent over fit. Because you can eventually, you know, get those pieces in there. And I feel like they should have traded some of their big contracts. Like Gordon Hayward, he's on the final year of his deal. You just gave Terry Rozier a contract extension like a year or two ago. Like, if you're really trying to rebuild, like you could have got rid of some of these contracts and stockpile picks or got, you know, um, veteran talent to help your young guys and built around that.
another forward. You talk about bringing Miles Bridges back with Gordon Haywood. You got a young center. You got um, an injury-prone point guard, and it's like, where what's where's the direction? Right. Oh, and you also got an owner who sold majority stakes in the team. So where's your direction? Like instead of giving him that opportunity to make that pick, the powers that be should have stepped in and been like, "Yo, you drafted Kwame. We got this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but instead, people just like people are just scared to stand up to him just because of his legacy. His false legacy. Dude ain't do nothing in his early years. You got six good years out of him. Okay, you say that. But what did LeBron do in his first seven years? Hey, if you go trophy for trophy. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying also, like, (laughs) year over year, them first seven years of LeBron was better than the first seven years of Jordan. You can't say that. Yes, I can, because I was there. No, I wasn't you gotta, okay. Think about think about the way they played basketball in the nineties versus the way they played in, in the two thousands when LeBron got there. But like you couldn't you know, hand check people. Got there, it was the same thing. It was just as rough. It was like year two or three when it started changing. Was it? Yes, it was a rough was league still, man. Okay, but they but no, you can't say that because the way when Jordan used to go to the hole and the Pistons used to beat him up to keep him from dunking and stuff, then they made the Jordan rules and they couldn't do that. The Jordan rules was already in place when LeBron got into the league. But that was Jordan rules. That wasn't for LeBron. It's the same. You see LeBron get fouled his ass off in his twentieth year. Even the dude apologized. Even Tatum was like, you know what? I shouldn't have slapped you in the face and elbowed you in the head on that dunk. You know what I'm saying? I, I was wrong. They didn't even call a whistle on that. Taylor was like, it was like an anime movie or some shit. <laughs> anime <laughs> like like Tina Turner or you mean like a cartoon? Yeah, I was like, are you trying to eat the cake anime? Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant cartoon at first. Oh, I need to write that down and figure out a way to put that in a rhyme or something. Uh, um, my guest is waiting on on his uh, turn. He wants to come speak in on this. He's a Jordan fan, so there you go. Um, basically, how you doing? What's going on? I was gonna leave this until I heard them talking about it, but he wrong about it. <laughs> but nothing. That is a weird argument from LeBron fans that first six years thing because my thing is who cares about that like what happened when he got to the what happened when he got on top because people forget that Jordan played against most of the Hall of Fame like the majority of the Hall of Fame played either like he was either ending their careers with Jordan came in or they played with Jordan yeah they beat the shit out of him all right Hall of Famers they beat the dog shit out of Jordan. This dude played against some teams that... They beat the living bro. shit out of Jordan. People talk about super teams. Right, but people... People... <laughs> people When people, play, people say super teams, they talk about teams that were put together. Like, every team Jordan faces is like Golden State. Those guys grew together into that team. So, let I me mean, think about it. Like, the Pistons, the... Um, what's the team in Boston? Celtics. 
Like those guys all had a bunch of homegrown talent, and they had multiple Hall of Famers on those teams. And Jordan was facing that shit by himself for like that first six years. And then it took once, and then once Pippen got there, it took time for him to actually mature. So LeBron into what he became. So I mean, it's a it's a non-starter argument basically. I mean, it was Pippen was that was it first year, or second year? Uh, and they, they, thank they, you. Like the shit. I think people that came in like 88, 88, 89, it took a few years uh, for him to actually grow into what he became. Just like anybody. No, it was, a, it was an immediate jump. No, no, no. It was an immediate Did jump. you know watch The Last Dance? Yeah, I watched The Last Dance. Yeah, Pippen wasn't ready for it. He was the same age as my mama. Yeah, that's another thing about LeBron fans, too. They act like as soon as Pippen got drafted, Jordan started winning championships. Like, nah, he, he wasn't there as soon as he got drafted. No, but that's how LeBron fans... But it was fans, an immediate That's how LeBron fans painted. Because Jordan needed a second. That's how LeBron fans painted. Like, he gets drafted, he gets the first ring. Are you like, trying to say LeBron did... Are you trying to say LeBron didn't need a second? Because he didn't start winning championships until he went to Miami. No, but LeBron also took me, you, don't do that the like, test man. Don't do that Cavs team like that. <laughs> that Cavs team had a team. To the championship. They had, they had the big center on... <laughs> El Drunis. I mean, they had pieces. He took, he took me, you, Taz, man. Augustus was awesome. Kyrie um, Irving and and Kevin Love. That second chapter was even better than the first one. <laughs> and beat the best team ever created. <laughs> anyway, here's what I say when it comes to Jordan. Jordan had the best two sets of three years of any NBA player ever. For those six years, he is he has the best career out of those six years ever. You know what I find weird about LeBron fans? But I would take <laughs> LeBron's 20 years so far over Jordan's, what, 14 years? It wasn't 14 years? I think 14 years of in the Bulls. I think he got like an extra year. Extra yeah, year. I, would take, I would take LeBron's years over Jordan's years. Even though Jordan had those six great years, that was the best years ever. I would take, I, I respect LeBron's years more. The weird thing I find about LeBron fans is that y'all missed the most obvious argument for LeBron over Jordan. Is that LeBron never had a legendary coach. What I, what I argue with is LeBron played 365 days a year for almost 10 years <laughs> and went to the finals almost every year. That what happened when he got to the finals? That's all we really care about at that point. I don't no care, about, care about the first round. I don't care about what no happened when he didn't get to the playoffs. No, 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 no. But, but all the Jordan fans this year go, oh, he got swept. He got swept. Only because y'all He got swept. He got swept. That's all. We don't care about that, but when you get to when you get to the championship game, what he does at the championship game. Ah, he got Jordan got swept too. <laughs> You wasn't gonna win it anyways. So who cares? LeBron's a bigger winner. No one, no one cares when you LeBron's a more clutch player. No one cares when you the more clutch player? What? Yeah, not the thing she really is the more clutch player. Like it's really the stats. You but the kind of point of that is he wasn't why is he in so many clutch situations? No, they both were saying that many clutch. Why is he a clutch shot? Why is he with LeBron has taken less clutch shots, made more than Jordan. Okay, but and Kobe. Okay, but at the same time, Jordan's Jordan's a Jordan's a better winner. Jordan has won six. LeBron's won what four? Four. four. 
LeBron has won to get to the end more. LeBron has been in more finals, which no means one. he has won more games. And he did this no one without taking a year and a half break Listen, at LeBron, any time. I, I get LeBron is good. LeBron <laughs> is perhaps the greatest athlete I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I say it like this. A strong, he's a strong one too when it comes to the NBA, but at the same time, no one cares when you lose. You just, you already lost. Okay. Okay. However, how many wins you got? How many you got? There's only one thing I say though. Okay, when when Jordan was in the league, they played the whole eighty two games plus playoffs. Nowadays, these players, they only play like 55, 60 games. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. To rest, to prepare for the playoffs. Don't look at LeBron's. LeBron got injured the past, what, three years? But look at any time before that. As an owner, I don't get that. LeBron, before he got injured, played 82 games that year. Nah, they they was doing a lot of load management in Miami now. He took two weeks off in, in the Cavs when he got hurt, and then he did... I think the first year in Miami, he took two weeks off somewhere in the middle. If I'm the owner of the team, hurt. your ass is playing all 82 games because you get a check for all 82 games. No, they don't. Yeah. If you want to correct this, then we can talk about that. You take PTO. Okay. I also don't make millions of dollars. You take PTO, though. That's his job. I also don't make millions of dollars. And I don't have a whole offseason in my job. That's his job. Teachers take PTO. Teachers have a whole offseason. They got a whole four or five months. They don't play that. They don't play that sport. You mean telling me you can't play eighty-two? Same thing for teachers. And if you play eighty-two consecutive games, you get a few days off between games. Just don't practice tomorrow. If you have PTO for your job, I'm paying you fifty million dollars a year. Your ass is playing every just game. Because, just call the masses. Don't think that your job is just as important as theirs. So you don't fifty million dollars. I would have been playing for the other team too. Mm. That ball would have never left my damn hand. But Charles, we got to go on to the last thing. My thing is with my thing with Jordan and LeBron. Jordan did have the best six years ever. I would say he's the goat of six years. He's the goat of all time. All time goat is LeBron to me because I would take his twenty year career only one goal. over Jordan's six year career. In the words of Vegeta, they can only be one number one. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, be it'll be LeBron. It'll be LeBron. It'll be LeBron. It'll be LeBron. I'll take LeBron over anybody. Anybody knows him, Jordan. I'll take LeBron in his prime over anybody else in their prime ever. The only time I hesitate is if okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar here's, here's the problem. is in the picture. The problem with that is LeBron's rivals were way too successful against him. Who is his rivals? Jeff. Uh, Representing the greatest team ever built. Jeff. Why? <laughs> okay. That was a, another thing. The Warriors, that was a homegrown team. They drafted most of those players with the exception yeah. of Kevin Durant. They, now, they don't like that. That's the best team ever built. Uh, who else? Jimmy's kind of successful against him. Oh, he lost that finals. Never mind. But, yeah. What's that? The bubble you, finals? The only, person, the only person that won on, on LeBron's watch is Steph and the Warriors. Hey, okay, um, what's your boy from San Antonio? You talking about Kawhi? Okay, he, he, um, God, he beat he beat LeBron without um, Kawhi. Why? I'm I'm gonna feel real terrible not knowing this dude's name. He's one of the greatest power forwards of all time, if not the best power forward. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, yeah. Tim Duncan. Uh, Kevin Garnett. Kawhi was on that team when they won. Paul Pierce. 
Like LeBron again. That was his early years again. Remember? Like this is like counting. Saying, oh, Magic won on, on Jordan's watch. Well, we uh, got Isaiah won on Jordan's watch. Well, I have heard one on Jordan's watch. Really call, man. No, 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 no. Because what is what you just did? No, because I wouldn't really... the early years. The early years. Okay. Before the prime. Okay. But so LeBron's prime to me. Oh, I'm about it. Okay. LeBron's prime. If you want to count the first year in Miami, then I, I say that. But LeBron's prime to me was the second year in Miami. Oh, fucking um, Dirk. All the way until. This man look Dirk. This man look Dirk. Let's get a title. That was Dirk, though. Like, everybody still underrates the fuck out of Dirk. But here's what I say. Jason Terry LeBron, got title on him. LeBron's prime. Jason Terry got title on LeBron. Jason Terry was on what team? The, the Mavericks team. Mavericks, the Mavericks yeah. Team. Yeah, that was, just, that was yeah. just a bad year for him. That's like saying, like... Because, but think about it, though. You just called, like, you called the greatest... You just called it the greatest point guard of all time. And the second greatest point only reason he's not the greatest small forward is because of LeBron and Larry Bird. Again, you're talking about guys who are like, like the elite in the actual Hall of Fame itself that LeBron, like Jordan had to go up against. Against LeBron, who goes up against guys who will probably get in the Hall of Fame because, well, that's what you do nowadays, put them in the Hall of Fame. The, the only team that I would give you a slide on is the Mavericks. Because the Mavericks team came out of nowhere and just walked, walked the Miami Heat ass there. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and that was that, that was the second time, right? Because Spurs won the first year, right? No, the Spurs won. Yeah, the Spurs won the first. No, Spurs lost. Spurs lost the first one, won the second one. Because remember, it was like lost, win, win, loss. Yeah, lost, win, win, loss. Who's the first loss? The first loss was Mavericks. Mavericks, and then the Spurs. Right, the first, the right. first loss when he was in it Miami. Might, yeah, it might have been. It might have been the Thunder. No, they they beat the Thunder the second go round. They beat the Mavericks, beat the Thunder, beat the Spurs, and they lost to the Spurs. And they almost lost to the Spurs the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost to the Spurs. Okay. So, yeah, that, so that Mavs team, I think that was more of a jail situation. Like they went, it was the first year, uh, they was all together. So I'm not giving too much of an excuse to that because it's still LeBron. I don't think they, that's probably right. You say a jail situation, but they made it to the finals. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what do you, you You have to listen to the story. So whenever they lost that, LeBron, Wade, Bosh, Pat Riley, Spolster, all of them got into a room together. And that's when LeBron was like, I mean, the way Wade, Wade was like, bruh, it's your team. You have to take this team and lead it. Stop holding back because it's my team. You think it's my team. You have to stop holding back for that. You have to lead this team and take this team to, team to where it goes. Then the next year, you saw a different LeBron. Like That's that conversation that had to be had because LeBron went over to Dwayne Wade's team and was like, I'm number two on this team. And he tried to play the number two role. Couldn't do it. So that's why I, that's why I say I don't count that first year as him in his prime because he was still holding back. Now, that second year, all the way until he left Cleveland and went to the Lakers, I call that LeBron's prime. They stopped making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's all right because I'm on the grind.